Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So, I want to talk about something. I had done a, uh, a YouTube this week, and I got a comment about it saying that she was more confused. So I plan to do another YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to do another one today. Um, and so this morning I'm like um, gathering evidence because I want to have like hard evidence to show people what I'm talking about. So I, I, I've i gotten to a place in my life where a lot of times, a lot of times if I, if I don't like mess it up with too much, um, too much, like, I don't know, interference, I can think about something very shortly after it comes into my physicality in some way or another. Like, um, so I asked for um, this certain number. And then by the end of the day, I, I saw it on a license plate in the parking lot of where I work. Um, and then I kind of knew this was going to happen. Then I saw it, um, a couple of weekends ago, I was driving home, it was raining and I damned if I didn't see it on a license plate again. And I pulled over, I, I turned around cause I'm like, did I see that right? And I turned around and I, I, um, and then I took a picture of it because it's so bizarre. And then I was. I was buying somebody significant in my life a gift card and damned if that number isn't on the gift card. It's just so weird. I mean, like, really? Um, And then I asked for these two specific numbers together. Just, I do this for fun. Like, just because I think it's interesting. Like, do I, can I, by the power of my intention, have something come into my physicality? And damned if it didn't. I mean, it did. I, I, I got, I got a license plate. I was hurrying. I was on my way home to do a meditation with my girls. And, um, and voila, there it was. I was driving and I managed to get a, a snapshot of it of this license plate that had the this number sequence. Um, I asked for, a while back, I asked for the number of my, um, when the house number where I grew up. And damned if within two weeks I didn't see it. I saw, I don't even know what length of time. I didn't take a, a picture of that one. But... <clears throat> I, I had this um, time where I was, um, I was, uh, <laughs> um, I was, uh, oh, I can't even remember what I was going to say because so many of them are like flooding into my brain right now. I mean, it's just bizarre. Um, like, not that long ago, I was on TikTok and for some reason I get into these, well, I, I know it's computer oriented, 
where it gives me more and more and more of things that I would be interested in. And they send me these, like somebody who claims to be a psychic and trying to like increase my psychic abilities, you know, so I like, oh, well, that would be fun. And I, so I, she, she has something under her hand and she says, what do you think is under my hand? And I, I had the thought of frog, which is so random, right? Like, why would she have a frog under her hand? It's bizarre. But within an hour, my daughter sent me a picture with a frog in her hand. Actually, not even one, two pictures with this frog in her hand. So I know that I that I am not I say I, I don't know little I because I don't know what to call myself like I mean because I believe that it is it is this is the universe this is God this is divinity this is the source of everything that is that is doing this and so and so <laughs> um Okay, so I wake up this morning and and I and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, you know, I had I had four interviews one week and then I had an interview yesterday. And honestly, this interview was awful. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't awful in the sense that the 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 staff was like wonderful and and but it was two and a half hours. Two and a half hours of me, like, and I just, you know, and when I got done, I, I mean, I kind of knew even going in that I didn't know that I would take the position. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't have enough um, of a salary. I wouldn't be able to support my family on that salary. Not that it's like a terrible salary, but it's like either here or there. It's like, there's no point in me moving. I'm comparatively I'm making the same amount here so I'm 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 not going to take the position I, I you know I woke up this morning just like you know so um I cannot figure out why it is being effective in one area of my life that really like and then it's not in other okay so and then, like, all the theorists would say, you know, it's something that I'm doing that's blocking it because this is a law. This is a law of, of like, physics. Like, like our, our brain is like a, a, is putting out signals. And when we are in alignment with that thing that we desire, it comes into our physicality. And I can't figure out why I'm not in alignment. So, so over the last couple of years, my financial situation has gotten better. It's gotten better, but then this last month, I, I, you know, I had these two really expensive things, like and comparatively not hugely expensive, but in my circumstance, they're kind of expensive. And, and so I, I was trying to save money so that I wouldn't have to 
to take any money out of my savings account to finish my teeth. I, I got the first half of my teeth done. And then the second half of my teeth is coming the end of the month. I know this sounds all just crazy, but, um, and I had to take money out of my savings in order to get the first half. And then if I take the second half out of my savings, it will like, you know, my savings account has just like dwindled. You know, and then I've been having this thought that, oh, well, I don't have to worry about this because what ended up happening the last time was I I had taken a substantial sum of money out of my savings to do something. And I had it in my head that by the time that I, I do go to that thing that I spent the money on, I will have increased my account by a certain amount and it was it was a thousand dollars over that by the time I went to the event. Okay, so it was really weird. It was like money just kept coming to me. Like, it just kept coming in all these really weird ways. Like, you know, and so I was easily able to shift money over into my savings. Um, and that's not happening right now. And so. I'm I'm trying to figure out, you know, like what was I doing during that time? Well, how did I do that? You know, what was happening and um and and so it's 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 like this a really really weird space of um of like trust and kind of not concern about it. It's sort of like, you know, because like they would say, theorists would say that um, that you wouldn't concern yourself because you knew yourself to be abundant, right? I knew I know myself to be abundant, so of course the money's coming. And my my brain keeps going to this thing that it does, where it is, you know, what do I have to do to get that money? And to be honest, when the money was coming in a few months ago. It was just coming out of nowhere. It wasn't like I was doing anything to get that money. It was just like, I'll give you an example that I think is like really bizarre. Um, so I had, I had signed up for a, um, a conference in Canada that got canceled by COVID. And Air Alaska, I had paid for my, I'd paid like cash for my, for my tickets. And I I was really upset because um they wouldn't there was like they said well you can do a a trade and then and then I so I tried to trade the ticket for something else to go somewhere else and they said I couldn't I had to go to Canada and I have no reason to go to Canada if I'm not going to be going to that conference. So I didn't know. I thought I might just be out that many. Well, out of kind of nowhere, seemingly nowhere, Air Canada sent me a notice that they were giving me a refund on that ticket. So like, so basically what I was doing was I was getting all the, this, these sums of money and then I was socking them away. I was just putting them straight into savings.
so so then my brain goes back to like okay what do I have to do you know and 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 I keep putting it out to the universe like I I actually do not understand why my books are not selling more now I have not promoted them they are self-published they're I I no no publisher has come to me to at this point um you know and then I was kind of putting because I believe that God can put that book into the hands of the right person I've I've already tried the route of sending it out to all these people I and you know basically they were all self-publishing and they were like okay send us you know some of them were upwards of $5,000 and we will publish your book. And then we, you're going to pay us 5000 and then we are going to take, you know, 40% of anything, anything that comes out of this book. And, and then like larger sums on actually the book itself. So that didn't seem like a very good deal to me long term. So I didn't sign that contract. I mean, a lot of them, they, I got really positive um, input about the book, but they didn't want to publish it. Like they they wanted me to pay them to publish it. And so, um, <clears throat> and I still get phone calls. Um, but, you know... And so I have to admit that I vacillate sometimes between um, that that my work is is like people don't care about it to <clears throat> my work is is actually pretty meaningful. I had some experiences that were so beyond comprehension and so bizarre that I think people might be interested. <laughs> <laughs> not my people because I haven't really gotten a lot of like you know um I mean I I shouldn't even go down that road but anyway um so and then my second book I I think I've read it I've read it over and over I think that it is it is um it still has mistakes in it which drives me crazy and I don't really like how it is I don't like the way the book is itself I would like it to be in a different you know, look differently. Um, but as it is, it, it has, um, information in it that I stand behind wholeheartedly. If, if somebody wants to change their life, this is a book that gives solid steps and, and, and I believe in these outcomes and I, and I actually use the work in that book with my clients. And I will tell you, I have, I've had some positive, like, there's this guy I've been working with um, recently over the last couple months, and he has done absolutely everything I've asked him to, and his life has dramatically changed. Like, I, I, I think it's so funny. Like, he's, he really, really would like to have a relationship. He likes to be in a couple. He doesn't like being single. And so he, um, he, uh, you know, but I've been trying to change his, his like mindset on things because he, he talks extremely negatively about himself. And so we, we've been working on him learning how to love himself 
to like really love himself, to accept himself exactly as he is. And we've been, you know, and he's been doing these steps. Like he would say something. And so I, I, I told him to grab a piece of paper and a pen. I said, we're going to start you a different mantra. You're not going to like, like try saying this instead of that. Like when that comes up, when that comes up to your mind, say this instead. And so <clears throat> yesterday I had a, um, a, a meeting with him and he, um, and he has like all of these girls coming after him. <laughs> it's hilarious. He had this, um, this girl in the grocery store hand him his phone number, her phone number. He's got like girls from high school. He's got like girls from all over who are interested in him and are, are, trying to get a a relationship with him. And so <laughs> it just makes me laugh. And so his life is like changed like pretty dramatically. And I, I asked him, you know, so how are you feeling? Um, and he, um, you know, and I don't know, I guess that I just really identified with a lot of the things he was saying. I really identified with it. Like I, I identified with, um, so many of the things that he was saying on my first appointment with him. And, and basically I've been using the techniques that I used with myself for him with himself. So that's been really cool. So, but anyway, so I, okay. So now I'm attempting to write another book. So then, and then it's like, okay, you know, write this really fabulous book and, you know what I mean? But like, if you think about all of the writing out there and, and the varying degrees of, of abilities, you know, and, and I, I mean, I don't know, like, um, not to say that I'm like this great writer, but I, I don't know how to describe this, but it's not even based on any of that. It's really not. It's not. I know it's not. I know it's not. You know, th there's this um there's this new like this, you know, life coach idea that is just so rampant right now. And I actually had some of my friends who had, you know, done this, some coworkers and friends, you know, you know, oh, you know, and I tried to connect with one of them recently. I was like but she doesn't know who I am. Like I do not share, I do not share like m with people. <laughs> I don't, I don't share like who I am and what I'm about with people. So most people, the majority of people, almost all the people that I have any interactions with have no idea like anything that I'm actually doing, like in my life, like that I've written books, that I've had this experience, that I do YouTube's podcast. I just, they have no idea. And so, and I've been doing this for a while. And, you know, so I wanted to get together with her because I was wondering if, you know, maybe we could collaborate somewhere, someplace. And, you know, it was like this, well, I'm a certified coach. 
And that was the first buzzword for me. That was like the first, oh my God. Like, I don't know how, I, the, the only thing I can think of is that it's just a setup. So what happens is, is that somebody wants to become a life coach. They get this idea, I want to become a life coach. So they go and this company presents themselves as a governing board to certify you as a life coach. Okay, so they so they present as this, you have to have this program, you have to pay this sum of money, you have to have this program in order to be a life coach. Okay, then it is my belief, and I don't know if it's true or not, once they get into this program, they they are set up as this elite group of people to go out, go forth and be this this life coach and it, and it really is a setup because i'm i'm really wanting to know how is her life coach go business really going like and it could be that she actually has clients from this you know there was some connection between and and maybe she does maybe she's set up with a whole whole slew of customers clients but that hasn't been how how I've experienced it and I and I have this understanding that I'm that I'm there's something missing in this which is what this 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 podcast is about like I can't quite you know because I have actually put it out there you know like and I haven't presented myself as a life coach like I I don't know what I am I'm some kind of consultant. I can consult you on your life being better. But I I don't know what I am because I have this whole element of spirituality that is that is involved. So I guess I would consider myself more, I consider myself more like a minister. <clears throat> I really do. I mean, I I kind of see my work as a ministry <clears throat> because I'm just constantly talking about God. <clears throat> so not with my clients per se, but um, so that I work with through an agency and I don't have, um, so, but, but in, in all actuality, you don't need anything to be a life coach. <laughs> you don't need that certification to be a life coach. And and so and like the kind of the way that she presented to me was that that I, I don't know, I, I felt like I felt like she had no idea who I was and I had no feeling that I really wanted to share that with her if she was not willing to meet with me in person. And and when I when I'm with people who don't seem to recognize me I, I'm not inclined to like, I, I, I don't know. It's like I'm, I, I would prefer to be around people who, who I recognize like the greatness of them and they recognize the greatness in me. L- little me as in the greatness in the aspect of God that I am. So it's sort of like, because I, I have this habit of like seeing people in this really, positive light which is like so cool 
you know, and, and, and it's sort of like, at this point, I'm sort of like, if they don't have that gift, I don't know how much I really want to <laughs> want to invest in it. I don't know if that makes any sense. My God, I say stuff all the time that may not make any sense. Um, <clears throat> so I want to get back to this, you know, I, I just, so I'm going back into this, this thought that I have to do something for this money to come, even though I had this experience of not doing anything and all of this money was coming. I mean, I was doing something in the sense that I was allowing it. I guess that's what theorists would say. I'm, I'm talking as, as what I've heard from theorists who are further along in this process. And clearly they have something because they have a ton of money. <laughs> so I feel like I need to listen to that. I mean, I need to listen to Abraham Hicks because Esther is, has more money than she knows what to do with. So how did she do that? Okay, I, I want to know. So I'm going to do what she's doing. And what she would say is, is that in every given moment of my day to get to my joy, to enjoy the process. And she, I was listening to one of her um, YouTubes yesterday or a YouTube that about her. I don't know if she put it out, but, and it was saying that, that this idea that we are like pregnant, we are with an idea for a period of time. And she said, and, 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 and enjoying the process, like knowing that it's coming, you know, like, okay, so I'm pregnant. So there's this baby, there's this idea that is growing and enjoying the process of it growing. But when I think about it, it's like, I already grew that book. I already grew that book. I already grew that substantial amount of YouTubes. I've already grown this body of podcasts. So I have like all these babies growing. I have I have quad triple quadriplets. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. Okay, so I have all these babies in there, you know, in my little gestation tank. Um, so, so what's coming to mind right at the moment is that I, that I, um, I had put in for this conference. I really wanted to go speak at it. And they didn't choose me, but they are sending me like all of this information about this event. And I have, I, I have absolutely no, I, no interest in going to that event at this point, but I will put in another RP and, and they actually graciously said that I could, I could have, and I just didn't do it. Um, sometimes I just like, I just didn't do it. I, I should have done it. I'm having a case of the should have should have, but they said that I could actually advertise my book, um, during this conference, but I didn't put it in, in time. I just didn't. I, I, um, I, I can't explain why I didn't, I just didn't do it. Um, and it would have been a great opportunity to get some people would have seen my book, but anyway, 
Um, and I am just not into self, the art of self-promotion. I am just not. I am not into it. I'm not into it. It's like I'm not I'm not one of these people that everyone on my YouTube's I'm going to say like share and follow. You know what I mean? I just don't do that kind of stuff. I'm just not. I'm not going to do it. It's, clearly I'm not. You know, I've done all these little things that I've been told, you know, like it's just kind of funny by Brian Rose of London Real telling me, you know, like I did this challenge where I put out, you know, in 11 days, I put out 11 different videos on, on, on Instagram. I mean, I have taken some of these challenges and tried to, to promote my work and, and it really honestly has been to no avail. So there has to be something else. Just, you know, and Gary V would just say, kind of just say, say positive things and put the camera on you and put it out there. So just put it out there, put it out there, just keep putting it out there. And then one of your videos is going to go viral. And I don't know, maybe I should be doing that. But I, I, I believe more so and the power of that was created everything to promote that is my publicist. That's my agent. <laughs> Unless that is going to send me an agent. Send me an agent. So, so, so it's sort of this combination, you know, so like, so basically what I was wanting to say is that I woke up this morning and I was thinking, okay, I, I'm going to go like work on this book because I'm thinking, okay, well, if I finish this, maybe this book will sell. <laughs> you know, and then I'll get gobs and gobs of money from this book. And, and I just sit here and I'm like, and I'm doing that thing again. I'm doing that thing again, where I believe I'm in this old paradigm where I believe I have to do something in order to receive something. But that's, that's in essence, not exactly the way it is. Because I've been arguing that God, God is generous because God is generous. God is generous because God is love. God is loving because God is the essence of love. God is all of these things. So it's based more on the qualities of God than it is on my whatever I'm doing. And this is, this is actually kind of true. This is actually a truth because if you think about it, over the years, it's like, it's like, who have you been? I was asked this question recently. Who have you been all of these years? My life has been to the service of other people. Whether it be my children, whether it be the people in my life, the clients that I serve, the babies that I have, you know, gone and coached on their development. I mean, for my entire career has been on the service of others. Okay, and then I have this this person in my life who had a sold irrigation parts. Okay, and it's not that, that I think that that's a bad thing. I think it's great. You know, he went and bought this business, you know, and he, he worked on it and, you know, and then, you know, 
he makes $250,000 a year and I make forty. Okay, so then you could say, you know, does he put more effort in? Does he? Did he put more effort into that business than I did into to mine? My seven years of college on top of of my years of service. And and I would actually say no, I beg to say he did not. He took a lot of vacations. <laughs> <laughs> while I was working for my 40000 So I got to, to this understanding that, you know what, no, 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 no. There is something else. There is something else in this. And so I'm going to follow what, what Esther Hicks says to do because she's rich. <laughs> and she's a really nice lady. She's not a greedy sons of the bitches, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. I hope you understand my my sarcasm in this. <laughs> so anyway, I basically what I'm what I what this podcast is about is kind of like this precursor to I am going to do another YouTube today and I've been I've been um printing out like my evidence and, and I'm going to present, you know, that I so I have actually achieved, or not achieved, I have discovered and I have been able to, these things have actually transpired, which are bizarre. They're bizarre. They're so bizarre, the stuff that happens in my life. Like, it's so bizarre. Like, I was walking with my friend and, um, and I, was telling, I was telling her about how my son's car had been, been, um, his whole bumper had almost been taken off by this RV that drove by and the, and the stair to get into the RV was, was coming out and he had accidentally like taken, like crunched part of my son's car with the stairs. And, and I so I'm, I'm, we're on the square. So we're in a different place. It wasn't by my house that we were walking. So we're walking at the square, you know, I don't know, mile or so away we're talking I go oh yeah I forgot to tell you about this thing I said I forgot to tell you about this I said it was really really weird like um this thing that happened with my son's car and I'm like yada 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 you know okay and then we we turned the corner and I said you know yeah and the RV was and it was that exact RV driving by now she does this thing all the time where she says, oh, that's where it's just a small town. But you think about that. And where we were positioned and me actually seeing that RV, there are not big chances that that's going to happen on that day at that time. It's not just a small town. There aren't just coincidences when I have mounds of them, evidence of them. That's not just a coincidence. So it kind of seems that, that the universe is rigged in our favor. The, the problem is that we are not always seeing it. But what if the universe is rigged in our favor? What if everything is rigged? 
So I'm just trying to figure out how I've been able to turn some things into things, but not others. Like, like, you know, my book actually selling, it has sold a few copies. I was in this role where every single month I was getting a royalty check. Like, I was, I was, ma- I was selling enough copies to get a royalty check. They weren't big royalty checks, but my God, you guys, a royalty check. Like, it was, like, amazing. And I was putting that money into savings. And then now it's stopped. There's, like, there's, there's been no more sell. And I couldn't tell what book actually sold. I really don't know which book actually sold. <sighs> So so, um, since I know that I can't get off this Ferris wheel, because to be honest, sometimes I really feel like it, um, I just get back on, but I can't, I, 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 so I guess that maybe what the next steps for me are is to just relax to just relax and enjoy my life and enjoy the process. Enjoy the process of writing the book. Because to be honest, I do. I really, like, I love, like, creating things. I love figuring out how to word things. You know, I love it. I, you know, and so today I am going to go and do some more writing and um, keep on with my processes. But I just, I just feel like I just haven't quite... I haven't mastered it. Do we have levels of mastery? Because it seems like like Esther Hicks has mastered it. But like does she ever have times? I mean, does she ever have times where she's like, "Oh yeah, I asked for that thing 3 years ago and it's still not here." I mean, does she or is she just in such a pattern in her life that it just appears every single time more than she can even, you know, she's made jokes about having to do seminars on the act of, of de-manifestation because we could have so many cars. She said that people are going to want to like not have that many cars. So how do I stop the cars from coming? That's what she says. And it's like, you do, you do look at some of these people, you know, like Elon Musk and Bezos, you know, billions of dollars in there. I think I read the other day that um, Bill Gates has $138 billion. So it sort of seems like the sky is the limit. That's what it sort of seems like. (laughs) and then I would say you know in my really in my really you know silly self which which you know I was talking to my friend about the other day it's like I don't need a billion dollars (laughs) I mean who needs a billion dollars you know it's like it's like we put these judgments on this stuff right we put these these are the judgments that we put on this stuff 
you know, and if you don't, if you don't really care, or you don't really even like $1, then why would, you know, and I am learning to really like money and I'm learning to change my ideas on money because I, I also know that it is my belief about money that is blocking money from coming to me. Because I have, I have these very ingrained, deep-seated beliefs about money. <clears throat> and actually, I did this podcast on it because also, I'm going to say this, I, I see this connection between love and money. Because it sort of seemed like, like there was this withdrawal from people with love and with money at different times in my life, the way that I, they were with me. And that they didn't want to share their money with me. They, I mean, they really didn't want to share their money with me. And so there was this sort of like this, this that they actually loved their money more than they loved me. And so, and so, and then in that has like a huge, because I mean, you think about it, then it's like, then it's like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to love money more than people, you know, and, and then, then it like goes to the, the essence of the person who is like that, but not everybody's like that. Esther Hicks doesn't seem to be like that, that she loves money more than people. And like, what if she loves money equally to people? Like... <laughs> We make these judgments about these things. And so I clearly have so many bogus, unresolved beliefs about money. <clears throat> so anyway, there's that. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate you all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap. <laughs>